customs and classic cars and trucks. Street Rod and Custom Radio is your inside track to today's automotive hobby. Now, here's your host, Dan Boots Longinette. This is Street Rod and Custom Radio back yet another week with my buddy Ryan Baker in the Fishy Bowl. How you doing, Ryan? been a great week. Good it weather here in the Ohio. Yeah, you know what? We're based out of Ohio, and I think we've said that before, but uh, the weather has been kind to us this year. Because these last two years, we have had our butts kicked. I can only remember one snowstorm this year. Yeah, really, so. only one. You know, and I... Other than one snowstorm where we had like three inches, and then I think we only got two one other time. Yeah. Well, That's got, crazy. I got, you know how we talk about Jack's Wax every once in a while on a show, J-A-X-Wax.com. I was at his shop today, and he had he has a new product line coming out of bottles. Now, this sounds weird, but his old bo- bottles were kind of like dinosaurs. So I said, you know, I hate to do this, but I'm going to run my car through a car wash today. So I got some of his, his tires, uh, wheel cleaner spray. Yeah. It's like a green stuff. So I roll up to the, I'm in the sketchier part of town. I roll up to this car wash and I jump out and it's like 20 bucks. They do your whole car and they back and do all this stuff. So I got and sprayed the wheels down. The guy goes, man, that stuff never works. I said, watch. It came through the other end of that car wash and the car was, per- the wheels were perfect. So last week I sat there for an hour with a rag and my pinky trying to get all the grim and grime and gugh, out of those wheels. Coat of that, gone. I was like, yes, that easy. it was that easy. So jackswax.com, check it out. I don't need to plug them, but I'm plugging things that make my life easier. You spent a lot of time the past week waxing cars, didn't you? I did. I detailed all my babies, so they're all ready. Um, the trunk lid still broke on the 57, so found... Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, it doesn't latch. and That's stupid. You know, back then, they, the engineers, I think, were smarter than the engineers now because they didn't have much to work with, so it's so precise the way that latch works, and my car being tubbed and chassis, I think it's just tweaked a little. So, bought a new latch and everything, still doesn't work. So, uh, mm. I went to a salvage yard and got a CTS or some sort of Cadillac uh, electric uh, trunk pull down. You know, remember you barely shut the trunk and shuts it like that. So That's we're gonna, a good noise. Yeah, we're gonna put it on this week. So uh, we're gonna get it all get ready for the summer. So get it all fixed. No, right now I need a bungee cord. <laughs> Two hundred thousand dollars show car with a bungee cord some, from nothing, nothing, some duct tape and a bungee yeah, cord. Yeah, if fix, all else right? fails, we get the bungee cord and duct tape. But uh, anyway, good show today, like always. And uh, we have Hellwig Products. We got Ben Nouse coming on. He is the director of engineering, and what a great interview we taped it a few days ago. And we're going to have Paul Fernandez. He's from the Automotive Touch Up Paint. So AutomotiveTouchUp.com. Now, let me tell you about this. It's something we normally don't do, but every once in a while we change it up here on Street Rod and Custom because a lot of us have trucks and cars and our own stuff. It gets damaged in the garage. I bet everyone listening right now, at one point, we've damaged our personal car protecting our classic car. So if you get a scratch in the paint and you want to match it, they carry the whole product line that's pretty easy to do. With base coat, clear coat, you know, life is pretty easy. Best thing ever invented. Even your classics, though. You know, some people keep them stored in places where there's multiple cars yeah. over the winter no, or something. You're not there all the get time. Get a cat out in the garage and jumps up and scratches it and take it's your something you got to touch up or you already had a chip and it's clogged, got caught and flicked a bigger chip off. Man, believe me, it, anything can happen. I had a buddy of mine had a all original MG from like a 52, 53 MG. And his daughter panicked and hit the gas and not oh. the brake and come across in a Jaguar or some 12-cylinder Jag he had, smacked the MG in the left front fender and went through the back wall of the garage. And that is no Ferris Bueller story. Believe me. 
it's still a it's still a legend where I grew up. At this it hit the only known pinky shugly MG never touched, but he did spot defender, and you'd never know. But always puts me in mind that now he didn't use their product because you know it was before they were out. But he could probably use their product. That's how easy it is. But the uh, things that amazes me is the category that they have and the, all the paints and the different uh, formulas for the paints. I mean, this goes back into the 40s and 30s that they have a full list of cars that if you need the touch-up paint, the factory touch-up paint, they can get it for you. And they have it on stock. They have the file. You know, that's what's amazing to me. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's and how they find it. How in the world do they find it? I just don't even know. I mean, and, and to mix it up and, and be that chemist that finally, think about that guy for a girl for a second. Coming out of the paint a match and sitting there and you finally nail it because you put a little bit of green, a little bit of red, a little bit of blue, a little bit of whatever, and all you hit it. And you're like, because some colors don't make sense. The way you get to a color sometimes, you mix four different colors to get there and it just makes you scratch your head. But anyway, good show today. Like we said, we have Paul Fernandez from Automotive Touch-Up paint automotive touchup.com 1887105192 and we have Ben Naus and he is Hellwig Products Ben Naus is the director of engineering so it'll be a good show today and uh, we'll try to entertain and keep happy and teach you a thing or two to help you make your life easier like Jack's Wax made my life easier this week so you're tuned in to Street Rod and Custom with your host Dan Boots Longinette and Ryan Baker in the Fishy Boat Introducing the Craftsman Bolt-On Reciprocating Saw. This saw attachment comes with a 6-inch general purpose blade and delivers enough power to cut through a variety of materials like drywall, PVC, and even small tree branches. The reciprocating saw attachment transforms the bolt-on base into a portable and versatile cutting beast. Tool-free blade changes make switching out accessory blades easier than ever. Construct your Craftsman Bolt-On system today. Craftsman, made to make. Available at Craftsman.com, Sears, Sears.com, Sears Hometown, and Sears Hardware Stores. Welcome back Street Rod and Custom Radio. I'm your host, Dan Boots Londonette. I have Paul Fernandez from AutomotiveTouchUp.com, 188-710-5192. So, Paul, what's new in your wonderful world of paint touch-up? Well, we're just starting to get a little busy. It's our uh, busy season and, you know, ready to talk about whatever you guys want to uh, discuss. I, that first thing that pops in my head when I was thinking about you on the drive-in today, I was thinking, well, what, what is your customer? I mean, what guy, because I'm, I'm afraid of paint, Okay. Paint scares me to death. But if I guess if I had an all original Metropolitan and like a seafoam green, you're the guy to call. Say my kid hit it with his bicycle, but the car's got original paint on it. It's got touch up a little spot. Would I be the perfect customer for you? Sure. Um, if I had to give you a breakdown of the types of customers we have, I mean, uh, we have a lot of women that uh, actually order from us. Let's see. Uh, we have uh, people that scratch their neighbor's car and are hoping to get a quick order in so they can fix it without him knowing. <laughs> we, uh, people who uh, damage a rental car and don't want to get an extra charge. <laughs> we get a lot of shady customers. But right. in general, you know, we just get a lot of consumers who want to avoid body shops and an expensive repair, and that's what we try to offer. We just want to offer people uh, an alternative to body shops, especially for simple cosmetic repairs, where they can go ahead and get that job done themselves without spending uh, more than, uh, at least from our perspective, that they need to. So when someone goes to AutomotiveTouchUp.com and they look at that, is there any tips or, because, you know, it's all about feathering 
I guess the paint's great that it matches, but prepping for the paint, what do you tell people to do? Well, you know, our staff's always on hand to help. If uh, you have any uh, questions, technical questions, things like that, uh, we have a YouTube channel, and most of the videos are also uh, hosted on our website. It'll mm-hmm. cover different types of repairs and uh, give a lot of tips for achieving a better result. So would you say that you sell uh, all the accessories to go with the paint? Oh, yeah, anything you need. Okay. Anything you need, uh, sell uh, sanding blocks, every every grid of sandpaper you could possibly need for an automotive project, uh, any masking films, masking tapes, prep solvents, rubbing compounds, every clear coat, multiple different types, urethanes, acrylics. I could keep going right. probably, but uh, right. I'm going to lose track at some point. Yeah, but you being the paint expert in my eyes, I mean, what's the hardest colors to match? I've always been told it's silver and yellow. I personally think silver's easy. Okay. Yeah, I know a lot of people say that, but I don't think that's the case. Uh, I do. I can see why yellow is uh, difficult for some people because they tend to have a lot of red and uh, orange hues in them. So, if uh, the original uh, the original finish and the uh, the paint you get are even a little off, it could you know it could definitely show more. Mm-hmm. But that's where uh, kind of an expert blends those in. Right. Something like yellow, but. No, I think with a silver, uh, that's the easiest for me. And I know that's not for everybody, but it's my go-to. If somebody right. Tells me, you know, <laughs> if somebody tells me they have a silver, I'm like, you're not going to have a problem. It's usually simple. Well, well, how about, so what is your, what is the hardest color? Is it yellow? Is it white? Is it? Um, yeah, whites have uh, some of the same issues as silver, but I find that, you know, since whites are so limited in the number of whites, usually for each model, I mean, Chevy might only put out uh they only have two popular whites, uh, WA 8624 Olympic White and uh, 8554, and that's their other white. It's a little more creamy. Right. And so it's really not that difficult to match when we know there are only two colors. And uh, at this point, we've you know probably mixed 10,000 of each of those over the course of the year, so we know we're giving you the right color. Right. So so when when somebody is sp- spraying a bumper to say because I think most bumpers don't match from the factory because no. one has steel paint painted steel and one's painted plastic of some right. type. So what do people need to expect when they do that? Um, my suggestion is if you get a, a bumper and uh, especially an aftermarket bumper uh-huh. and you wanted to just go ahead and refinish it, um, as long as it's in good condition, go ahead and either just prime it and color it the. Paint it the uh, actual OEM color of the vehicle. You'll get something that looks a lot nicer than the alternative. Okay. Or, uh, you know, I guess you could uh, use a bumper black or paint it, uh, you know, whatever it was to begin with. Right. So, uh, so, yeah, I mean, it depends on what your preference is. So if you don't mind, I want to keep you for one more segment, and I want to ask you when we get back the do's and don'ts. Yeah. And just while we're on break, think about it real quick. What's the biggest mistakes that people constantly make? I think I have an idea, but I want to hear it from the man, which is Paul Fernandez, and he's from Automotive Touch-Up Paint. When we go on break, I want you to go on his webpage, automotivetouchup.com, and look at his stuff so we can uh, you can see what we're talking about. But uh, you're tuned into Street Riding Custom Radio with your host, Dan Boots Longinette. We'll be right back after this. On the track, even one hundredth of a second decides who wins and who loses. That's why Bridgestone uses advanced racing technology to create their fastest street legal replacement tire yet. The new Bridgestone Potenza RE71R. 
Engineered with an innovative hydroevacuation surface and unique tread compounds, the new Potenza RE71R is designed to give you maximum grip and ultimate cornering on or off the track. Bridgestone is changing the game in tire performance. Can't touch this. Can't touch this. Welcome back to Street Rod and Custom Radio. I still have Paul Fernandez from Automotive Touch-Up Paint. He's with AutomotiveTouchUp.com. I hope you went to his website because I'm looking at it right now. And, you know, it's a simple website. And for us old guys, when I say old 40-plusers, what a great website. You can find just about anything you need on it. Well, at the very least, we uh, we do definitely think that our site, you know, is uh, it's definitely easy to use. We try to keep sections, uh, you know, very simple uh, and you know, basic things. If you don't know where your color code is, we'll have a section that will tell you exactly where it is for your year and model, things like that. A lot of resources to help out. And yeah, I guess uh, I don't like to paint people with a brush of being, you know, old and not computer savvy. But right. Well, we are. If they aren't, hey, we try to make it as simple as possible for as many people as uh, could possibly need to use it. Make no doubt about it. When I see the shopping cart filling up, I get panic attacks. Oh, yeah. So, but anyway, so the do's and don'ts. What's the first thing you want to educate people on when it comes to don't? Well, the biggest, uh, the biggest issue, and it's a common mistake, and we always advise people against it, but that doesn't mean it doesn't come up once in a while, is a customer who buys aerosol paint and uh, creates a hard tape line around their damaged area. And, you know, you can imagine it becomes a really, really ugly, ugly result. Mm-hmm. And then they look to us as if, you know, we did something fault. terrible to them. <laughs> it's not your and, fault. Uh, so at that point, we just try to walk them through, you know, sanding off the edges and learning how to do a, uh, you know, a back tape and kind of roll the tape and get something that's uh, easier for them to blend at the original finish. Well, that's that's good, and then usually on a bumper, that's the easiest part because you just oh, tape it at the at the fender where the fender meets the bumper. Yeah. What's the other don'ts you have off the top of your head? Another one that's common, and uh, like we're really proud of our touch up product products are uh, half ounce bottles, two ounce bottles, paint pens, things like that. They're really versatile. They have a very long shelf life. A lot of people like these, you know, buy those when even when they buy aerosol cans, just you know, for small work later down the line. But we get a lot of customers once in a while who. Uh, We'll want to take a uh, bottle of paint and try to actually paint a section that's, you know, maybe three by three inches by three inch square with a paint brush. And, oh, boy. Oh, that happens. It happens more than you think, too. <laughs> and, uh, it, it's the ugliest thing. Well, 80 mile an hour looks beautiful. It's the ugliest thing they can possibly do. I mean, once you get past scratches, rock chips, small nicks, things like that, then you really need to focus on using an aerosol product and just going ahead and... Uh, taping an area larger than the uh, damage area itself and being willing to blend out, you know, from the uh, actual damage uh, into the original finish. So do you think that, you know, a lot of my street rod and my custom guys that have some leases, I mean, I lease my cars and I have some bumper scuffs. This would probably be the perfect way not to get dinged on turning your lease in. Uh, I would imagine it would help. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because I'm going to tell you you should. Yeah. But I will say that for our product... <laughs> Well, let me sure. be the bad guy. I say you should. Yeah, <laughs> the, sure. I'm sure you definitely can. Because <laughs> the people you, I used to bring it back. I used to run dealerships, and the people that checked in my leases, yeah. they hardly looked at all. So it was great. Even when they missed it, we'd go out with some touch-up well, cans. Yeah. And, By the time and, they see it, uh, yeah, you're probably going to be long gone. And, and, and when, when, let me tell you, ask you this: even when I was a kid spraying models. What distance do you coach people on holding the, the – once they tape it off, they have it all prepped up, they've sanded it, they've feathered the edges. Are we talking two inches, eight inches? What do you think for um, 
I like anywhere between 6 and 12, and I think it depends on the color. But uh, 8 inches, if you're not comfortable, it's a good area to go in between. If you can get a foot away and the fan pattern's working nicely for you, it depends on the color, too. Some mm-hmm. things, uh, if you're painting a silver, you know, it doesn't usually have the same coverage as a black or a white or something that's solid. Right. Then go ahead and, uh, you know, you can maybe get in a little closer when you actually uh, make each pass. But with certain things, I think it requires a little bit of experimentation. That's why uh, when we send you some test cards to go ahead and try it out, right. just go ahead and do a couple of passes on there for multiple reasons. One, to get the uh, spray technique down that you want to use. And aside from that, to go ahead and give the uh, color, you know, just a check to make sure you're satisfied with the color map. Right. Okay. Well, that makes sense. And then, you know, I know that even on classic cars, well, what a great idea. If, if, if it's not a custom paint job, right. chances are if you go to, the, to like a Ford Windstar Red on your 32 Ford and you get a little scuff on the edge of the bumper, on the edge of the fender, you could probably, to get through the rest of the season before you can paint the car, you know, to totally do the whole fender, right. you could simply call you up and say, hey, I have 98 Ford Windstar Red on my 32 Ford. Boom. Yeah, we'll have a lot of OEMs all the way back to the early 30s. Wow. I can't I can't say exactly how far back. Right. It depends on the model and the manufacturer and things like that. But, yeah, we do have some that go back as far as the 30s, and uh, obviously we have fewer of those than mm-hmm. more recent. Every decade forward you go from 30s forward, there's going to be more and more available. Right, but, right. Yeah, but it's, we always tell people to go ahead and take a look because we might have what you need. All right, one minute to go, Paul. Paul Fernandez of Automotive Touch-Up. Give us all your plugs. I want people to take advantage of your product. Yeah, I just wanted to uh, let people know if uh, they're feeling a little uh, you know, apprehensive about touching up their own vehicle. Believe me, uh, we have women do it. We have uh, teenagers do it. We have you know, people who aren't experienced. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, uh, you know, visit our YouTube channel. It's under Automotive Touch-Up. Or you can uh, check most of the videos out on our uh, website, automotivetouchup.com. Okay. And uh, I think when people see the videos, it'll probably reassure them a little more that they can complete these kind of uh, jobs themselves. Because really what we push is we don't want you to refinish your whole vehicle. We want you to do cosmetic repairs so you can avoid a body shop and Mm -hmm. pay more than you have to. Right. And this Thursday at 7 a.m. Eastern, we'll be on Lifetime Network. Good. Their uh, Designing Spaces show. It's a DIY show. Okay. And uh, you'll actually get to see a young lady uh, do a really, really great job on the back of a uh, Kia she was working on. Nice. Okay. All right, Paul. Hey, Paul, like always, we appreciate your time. Great product. I hope everybody takes advantage of Paul Fernandez from Automotive Touch-Up Paint. Make sure you check out his website, automotivetouchup.com, or simply call him at 1-888-710-5192. You're tuned in to Street Rod and Custom Radio with your host, Dan Boots Longinette. We'll be right back after this. There may have never been a Roaring Twenties if not for John and Horace Dodge. And that roar has only gotten louder over time, thanks to the Dodge Challenger and Charger RT Scat Pack Editions. 6.4-liter Hemi V8, 485 horsepower, and 475 pound-feet of torque. That's some thunder. And if you listen closely, you can almost hear the Dodge Brothers. It sounds like they're still having a pretty good time. Dodge, their spirit lives on. Dodge and Hemi are registered trademarks of FCA US LLC. Welcome back to Street Run Custom Radio, and I'm with Ben Mouse, and Ben is a director of engineering with Hellwig. What a cool name, man. Suspension Products. Am I saying that name right? Yes, sir. Yep, you're saying it right. <laughs> what a, why is it my last name Hellwig? 
Yeah, no, I wish uh, mine was too. It would be a lot easier to pronounce. Yeah. A lot more fun. Well, you like Chad Canals. That kind of, which is what Jimmy Johnson's crew chief, I think. Exactly. That pops yeah, and I wish head. I could say I knew how I was related to him. I'm sure that it goes back a ways. But, I uh, bet you it are. Be nice to be, have that connection, huh? And in the gearhead world, especially. So, so tell me about your company because I'm sitting here looking. I mean, you do sway bars, you do air suspension, you do everything. But uh, you said ATVs, the muscle cars. Explain that to this guy. Yeah, exactly. So we uh, make a lot of parts out of steel, um, a lot of suspension accessories, and like you said, helper springs, sway bars, et cetera. But uh, we do it for really across the board, um, whether it's muscle cars, motorhomes, a lot of light-duty truck tow haul application, lowered racing applications. So really, if you need a sway bar for something, we cover a ton, a ton of applications there. Okay, so I mean, so would you say when you're at work, what is the main order, the main phone call? Who is your perfect customer? Um, the main uh, the main guys are uh, the usually the light duty truck tow haul market. Okay. And uh, yeah, we we do real well in that market and are really well known. And uh, we kind of have a lot of the different categories because you can do the sway bars to help the handling, but you also have the load control to keep your vehicle from sagging. So we can kind of do the the one stop shop to help set up your. Uh, you know, light-duty truck to get your trailer there safely or whatever your camper or whatever you're hauling. Right. Let's say we got a guy, he's got an F-150, he's got a 24-foot enclosed trailer with a nice 48 Ford or 46 Ford, whatever I want to say, and and it's a little heavier. He's towing 9,000 pounds, and he's saying, man, I'm, I'm really sagging in the middle. What do I do? Yeah, so there's a, there's a couple options. Uh, we do either steel helper springs or the air suspension kits. And really what I usually say is if he's driving that truck as a daily driver as well as towing with it, do okay. the air suspension because then you can adjust to your different loads. It makes it real easy, and you're not going to have a super stiff ride when you're not towing that trailer, you know, just driving to work for the day. But if he's using that truck 100% for that trailer, then just throw some of those uh, steel helper springs on there, uh, stiffen up that rear suspension, and then you'll be good to go, and you basically set it and forget it. So you mean the your daily driver, it won't make it ride rough. It'll only work when you need it to work. Exactly, yeah. So you can change the air pressure in those uh, the air springs. And mm-hmm. uh, so, you know, if you knock it down to zero or five PSI, it feels like a stock ride. But you put 40 to 50 PSI in there, and it'll mm-hmm. stiffen up the rear for that increased load. Okay, so I'm talking to Ben Niles. He's director of engineering at Hellwig Suspension Products. And, okay, when you were in college to be an engineer... Were you always into the automotive suspension world, or how did Ben Niles get into this? Yes, definitely. I've always been a the car guy, and you know the posters on my wall and everything. And in college, I really get in, got into the off-road uh, world and started, you know, messing with my own suspension. And I have an old '85 Toyota pickup that you know I've tearing the suspension apart and designing new stuff for. And always knew I wanted to be in the suspension automotive side. And I met, lucked out and managed to get in with Helwig right out of college. Mm-hmm. And haven't looked back since. Well, 85 Toyota, that was the old double Leafs, front yeah, and rear. Exactly, yeah, oh, boy. solid front and rear axles. So yeah. it's, it's a beast, and it, it has fun on the rocks. Do you, oh, so you're, you, you personally rock climb? Yeah, so yeah, no, that's that's my gig. Okay. So that's how I got into the suspension world, because those guys know their suspension and like to play with it a lot. Have, so, you, yeah. have you flipped your Toyota yet on a rock? You have? Oh, <laughs> so how bad was it? What, what, I mean, did it mess the body? Because I always wonder about you guys. That's one thing I've never done. And I always would hate to have such a nice truck or Jeep climb a rock and flip it over on its side. 
Yeah, and uh, part of it is I, I bought this thing, and it already had dents in it. It was already a, kind of a beater to begin with. Oh, good. Uh, I never understand the guys that take a brand-new, shiny truck. There's plenty of ones that already have dents in the side. So it's my pure off-road toy, just like an ATV or something would be. So you kind of bang it around, but uh, it's it's all, all in good fun. and. Yeah, no, but I usually like to start with start with the cheap one that already has uh-huh. a few dents in it. I don't put that first scratch in it myself. So wait, an 85 Toyota pickup, that's a 22, 2.2R or whatever motor was in those, right? Yeah, the 22RE. So, yeah, uh, RE. That was actually the first year where they did the fuel injection. I was yeah, wondering. The little, little four-banger there. Is an SR5 then? Correct, yes, Okay, sir. yeah, because I remember I was in the Toyota world back then, but so... So how how many motors have you been through, or do you turbo your car? I mean, how do you get it to get that much torque and horsepower to get up those rocks? So it, it's all about uh, gearing, actually. So my, once again, I'm kind of a suspension guy, and I really don't touch the engines a whole lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's a, pretty much a bone stock engine. It has over 200,000 miles on it, and as you probably know, those engines will just run oh. forever. But uh, it's all about the gearing and you know, the bigger gears and the axles and five-to-one transfer case gears and everything. So once you are off-road and you have all that, really low gearing to really get the torque going and get you over that rock or over that hill or whatever it may be. Now, do you have credibility with all the other guys and girls? Because here you are, Mr. Suspension, and you're at this little four-cylinder with 200,000 miles, and you're hanging with big turbo, you know, pro-charged V8s climbing rocks. Yeah, you know, and I think uh, if you talked 10, 15, 20 years ago, all the Jeep guys would turn their nose up with the Toyotas, but now when I go out and, you know, run Rubicon or something, (laughs) it seems like half the guys out there are in their Toyotas with their four-bangers, too. So it's really cut on, and there's plenty of us out there now. Oh, I bet. I think I, I, I've always wanted to do it, except for I guess I'm a more shiny chrome guy. And, and for me, I would be like, I'd make mine too cool, and it would, I would want to rock to beat it like what you guys do. But I, I, I envy it, but I couldn't do it. But, uh, but when we, I want to take a break, and when we come back, I want you to talk more about your product, and I want you to coach people. You know, on suspension, because I'll be honest with you, there's a few things I steer away from, and that's oil and suspension, okay? And I always rely on you, expert, to walk me through it, because I tell you what, I'm scared of it. I probably shouldn't be. So when we take a break, think about what I should do to make myself not get so wound up over suspension issues. How's that sound? Sounds good. All I'll right. be here for you. All right. We're going, to take a, we're going to take a break, and we're going to come back with more with Ben Naus, and he's with Hellwig Suspension Products. Before we go on break, what's your website real quick? It's just HellwigProducts.com. Okay. Hellwig with two L's and products plural. Okay, and then get on his website and we get back. We want to do, do some more stuff. You can check out his website. You're tuned in to Street Run Custom Radio with your host, Dan Boots Longinet. We'll be right back after this. Alan Taylor here, and I wanted to share the news with you about the new Haynes Manuals Online. They're the worldwide leader in vehicle repair information, and they now offer online manuals that are formatted to fit all electronic devices. With Haynes Manuals Online, you get all the trusted content of the Haynes Printed Manual, but with so many added features that help you get the job done right. I ordered one for my car and access it right through my tablet. There are now over 180 Haynes Manuals Online available covering cars, trucks, and motorcycles. You can order yours today at Haynes.com. Welcome back, Street Rod Custom Radio. I still have Ben Naus on the phone, and he is the director of engineering of Hellwig Products. I went to his website. My goodness, you guys do it all, don't you, when it comes to suspension? 
We do, yes. And, uh, yeah, we, we like doing it all here in-house and just playing with all kinds of different stuff. And it, it never gets boring. One day I'll have a Camaro, and the next day I have a big Freightliner truck in here. So there's always different stuff going on. Wait, so what do you call the – okay, the, 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 the pins, I call them the sway bar pins, I guess. They seem to break under – do you have a application that people at home that pull hole shots like I do – and launch their cars. I've broke so many of them over the years. What do you recommend people do for those? Yeah, definitely. And we, we do have upgraded in-link kits, and uh, some of them are just universal and really just give us a call or visit our website, and we'll have different links and setups there. But we even sell a lot of those to the Border Patrol because they're going out there and, as you can imagine, hammering on their vehicle. Oh, I bet. And they're snapping links left and right. So we do a lot of replacement ones for those and for anyone in the racing world as well. Why wouldn't the big three call you guys? And have you help them? Because, like, especially General Motors pickup trucks, I have broke more of those pins over the years. You know what I mean? Why don't Why don't the big three? Is it the accountants are so worried about the bottom line that they don't beat these trucks up like they once did? I think it may come down to that, and it also may come down to the number of guys that are actually driving their vehicles. Like you or I may are very uh-huh. small on the percentage of the guys buying the vehicles, but uh, but yeah, no, I'd be more than willing to take their call. <laughs> so you make full chassis for A and B bodies, right? Um, so we actually, it's a, t- for that, the frame effects kits would be a, a, it's just a frame boxing. So you take your factory frame, uh-huh. and then we'd give you some pre-cut and pre-formed steel plates that kind of box in that C-channel to box, make it stronger, but you're still using your original frame to save a lot of that cost. Okay. And what do you say to someone that doesn't run a sway bar? I say once you try it, you won't go back. I know. It's crazy. So, so when Pro Touring hit, Hellwig was like awesome. You're like, this is it. This is it. That's what we needed, right? It is, yeah. And that's really taken off for us, and we've been enjoying it. And, you know, all the guys, you know, driving Civics and that, they, they knew the, the buzzword was sway bar. They knew what they were. But when you talk to, you know, a 65 Mustang guy, he didn't know. But now in the past five years, those guys all know the buzzword sway bar, and they're giving us a call. And, we're we're enjoying it. So so I look. I'm looking at your frame for this, like a '72 Chevelle. I and I had friends when when I was in high school back in the '80s. They all rotted out in the Midwest. Okay, especially above the rear end housing. Does your kit? I'm trying to look at it here. It, it's basically a whole rear rear piece, right? And it, it goes uh, basically between the uh, cross members and the in the middle there for okay. the C channel, and that's where you see the most twist. Right. I've seen it both in the pro touring and drag racing side. You see a, a lot of the twists in the frames and guys spinning. Tens of thousand dollars in suspension and engines, but if you can't transfer the power because of your frame, you're not going to get anywhere. So, right. So that's kind of, yeah, it goes right in the middle there and not all the way back kind of by the gas tank, but in the middle and boxes it in to stiffen it up there. Because especially if you have a killer paint job on your car, if it twists, people don't realize how it breaks spot welds. Yeah, definitely. And it, and it is, like I said, I see all the time these guys that have spent, a, you know, have hundreds and hundreds of horsepower big engines and then they're sitting there and taking off the line and, they can't transfer the power, so it's just all lost in the chassis. Do you love when you're out in public and you run into somebody that comes up to you and says something like, man, I didn't know about your kit, but once I put it on my car, oh, my goodness. Yes, no, and I get that all the time, and people, oh, I heard it was good on the forum, so I bought it, and oh, they really meant it. So, no, it's it's a great feeling, and we get it all the time. So, no, uh, if you see me out on the road, definitely tell me that you liked it because I will enjoy hearing it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, because that has to be like all that hard work you do because, you know, suspension, let's face it, you don't go, most people don't go to a car show or to a rally and look up under the car and go, man, nice suspension. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I, I'll be there on my hands and knees, but it is a kind of a battle we fight that it's not a 
shiny, pretty part. You're not doing it for looks. You're doing it 100% for function. So you don't have the the guys that are just you know a trailer show car putting our stuff on. It's the guys that really want to drive it, really want to feel the difference that we're we're hitting that market. And so it is. It's hidden under the vehicle and it doesn't get the honors it I think it should. But you, you'll feel it a lot when you're out on the road. Do you tell people that don't? How do I say this? No, so I always say when you buy your son or daughter turn 16, you buy them a beater, don't buy it because you love them too much. Do you have people that call your number or go to your website and order bits and pieces because they don't have much budget? And you ever have to say, hey, look, if you put this sway bar on that worn out suspension, you're going to cost yourself more over time? Or how do you coach that person? Yeah, and part of it, I think, is what I'll say is, you know, there's a lot of really nice suspension modifications doing, you know, full tubular control arms and coilovers and everything. But if you are, you know, someone on a college budget or a high school budget, just, you know, throwing a couple hundred bucks in a sway bar, you'll still feel a huge difference. It'll make it a lot more fun to drive, and it's not going to break the bank. So, uh, so yeah, no, that's kind of how I look at it is it's an inexpensive, easy-to-install-in-your-driveway type uh, thing, but it's you're really going to feel a difference out of it. Right, and, and you know what? I want to say something. Congratulations on the fact that you're, everything's made in USA, and you've been in business for over 70 years. Yep, yeah, this is our 70th anniversary this year, so we were founded back in 1946. So, uh, Wow. Yeah, no, we've been around a while, and a lot longer than I've been around. But, uh, but yeah, no, it's neat, and they actually had the idea even earlier, but uh, there was no steel available because of World War II, so they had to right. wait until the war was over, and then in 1946 they could actually start the company. Wow. So, so the, how many generations are left? So uh, right now, uh, the, our president is third generation, and our vice president is fourth generation Hellwig. So, wow, wow. Yeah. So are they tired? They, they sound – one thing I know about car people, it seems like they will jump in with you, and they don't think they're better than you. I have a feeling that your owners of your company are the same way. Oh, 100%. Yeah. No, they're, they're fun people, and you know they're still getting out there doing, doing dirt bikes in the desert or driving and awesome. towing and doing all the touring and – the, you know, they're under it in their spare time, not just at work. So, now they're car people all the way around and have been since day one, since it's the family business, I well, think. So, well, I, uh, can, I can tell with the excitement in your voice and by looking at your website and everything you guys do, I could have almost called that without you even saying that. But I appreciate it. Ben Niles, 70 years in business, made in the USA, Hellwig Suspension Products, and I go to their website. You will be absolutely floored. Uh, thanks for your time, Ben. That was awesome. All right. Well, thank you for having me. Okay. 1-800-HELLWIG. That's H-E double hockey stick W-I-G. How's that? 1-800-H-E-L-L-W-I-G or 1-800-435-5944 or check them online. I'm telling you what, you go to hellwigproducts.com and you will be amazed on what they offer. I'll talk to you soon, Ben. All right. Thanks. All right. You too. You're tuned in to Street Rod Custom Radio. We'll be right back after this. It's a nice day for a white wedding. Hey, it's Alan Taylor. Are you looking for an opportunity to buy a franchise, one that you can really wrap your arms around? Crunch Fitness is really a great opportunity for you. Now, here's a fitness company that's about 10 bucks a month to join. So even if you just want to join, it's a great deal. You want to check it out because I have been personally watching this company grow like crazy. Visit them online at crunchfranchise.com and be in business for yourself, but not by yourself, and have fun doing it. Welcome back to Street Rod and Custom Radio. Well, Ryan, you pulled it off again. You always no, do. no, I didn't. We've got great help getting these guests. I know. So. I'll give you all the credit, though. I have Chain a of command, right? I have a, que- I have a question for you, though. All right. 
You say that suspension, when you were talking to Ben, scares you. Yeah. Now, I get, I get when you say that oil scares you. You know, but I don't. Why suspension? Because I fig- I figured you would have messed with a hundred of them. I think fear is like anything in life. If you don't understand it, you fear it. How's that? I mean, I, I just fear it because I don't know why does it work. How does it work? And there's so many different McPherson strut, leaf springs, coilovers, you name it. There's just so much to deal with it. You really have to be like a. You know, you go to your family doctor and you have a foot issue, he sends you to the foot doctor, right? Mm-hmm. You got some personal issues, send you to the personal guy doctor. <laughs> we'll keep it clean. But but that's what I'm saying. You just got to – and suspension to me is like, I don't know, an orthodontist versus the dentist. It's just really deep. Um, I'm pretty much old school. But sway bars to me, I know how to fix them and how to put them on. Uh, I've had tons on them, tons of them on all my cars. Uh I agree with what he said. No sway bar. It's terrible. Sway bar makes a huge difference. It's exact. It, it does exactly what it's called. It stops it from swaying. The bar that controls the sway. So sometimes, like if you get into an original Tri Five Chevy and you got around a turn, that thing feels like it's going to roll. I don't know, <laughs> over to its right kind of caddy corner. I mean, it, it just it's just crazy how much suspension means and. You could also do the wrong setup. That's why it's so important when you do something and you don't feel right. You pick up the phone and you call these men and women. You find out because they've done it. They're the ones out in the trenches that said, okay, we put too much stiffness in blank. Like when you watch NASCAR and they're like, give me a wedge, give me give me two turns, da 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 That is a guy sitting there the whole race. He's not watching a race. He's sitting there taking notes, taking time, measuring tire wear, measuring this, measuring that, listening to the driver, listening to the guys in the pit crew. And then that's how they decide where to set the suspension. That's why there's some teams that went. Jimmy Johnson, whether you like the guy or not, the number 48 Lowe's car, he kicks butt because he has discussions and he knows and he can tell Chad. I think Chad Canals is his crew chief. So they, they communicate so well and between the spotters and the track. And then they go back through years and years and years of notes from all the tracks to set that car up. Like, Junior just crashed that car at Daytona, his favorite car, a few weeks ago. He wiped it out. But, you know, that was his favorite car. That particular car handled well. And sometimes a car handles and you don't know why. Sometimes you just hit it out of the park and you're like, why is this car handling so well? Because I did roundy race for a second. And one time an old timer came up to me. He says, hey, man. He goes, put eight extra pounds of pressure in that right rear to get the car loosened up. You're too tight. I was like, what? And I got to think about it. He's probably right. So I put eight pounds of pressure in my right rear. And that rear end of the car just wanted to come around on me. Now, you say, why do you want that? Well, because the front was tight. The left, is, the rear is loose, and it gets you right around the track quicker, and, and you can steer better. You, you feather it through the turns. You, you, so It's amazing that something so simple can yeah. cause so much. You know? Oh, yeah. You hear you know, one of the crew chiefs in NASCAR say, two, take two pounds out of the right front. You're like, huh? Well, at 200 mile an hour, two pounds is like 10,000 pounds on a streetcar. So that's what I'm always saying. But uh, Well, I'll tell you what. You mentioned it earlier when we were talking to Ben. Hellwigproducts.com is an impressive website. And, you know, any company that uh, can last 70 years nowadays and with uh, everything made in the USA, that's pretty impressive. And I'll tell you what, though. It all goes back to their founder, Rudy Hellwig, who would manufacture helper springs in his shop at night and then sell and install them door-to-door in customers' driveways for 7 bucks. So the f- company started off right. with, you know, quality and it's kept that throughout the 70 years. And I think with this shift of the world we're in, like a shift, I'm talking about a shift in gears. I think the companies all through the 90s when money was growing on trees, they, they, they're they gone. 
And people were, well, that company went bankrupt. Well, I get thinking about it. Why use that company? And they were horrible. But it seems like after this last huge recession, all the good companies that I had great experiences with or ones I had bad experience, they made it right or still around like Hellwig. Well, because, so. you know, they were doing it for the right reasons and they yeah. cared. You know, they were so worried about, about quality products. At the end of the day, it's about keeping people happy because I go any type of any type of it be Jags Automotive. Or whether I go to, you know, ordering a carburetor to ordering a set of wheels. I want it right. I'll pay the money. I just don't want, don't want to have junk. And you mentioned it to start the show with Jack's Wax, a quality yeah. product that's easy to use. It's easier than the other waxes, yeah. and it's just as good. And my my automotive morality is based on my automotive experience. How's that? That's a T-shirt. Because I'm only going to use products I know that works. You know, I've always been certain oils. I've always done certain tire companies. I like Mickey Thompson's. Why? I've never had any trouble with them. I went to Hoosiers for a while. I went some other way, M&H. I had some other tires on my car when I drag race. I didn't like them. So I'm going by what if happened. it ain't broke, don't fix exactly. it. Exactly. Right? Yeah. So we'll be back next week, right? Uh, yeah. All right. You want, I'll you be back. back. I think we'll be back. So uh, thanks for tuning in, and we'll talk to you next week. Same time, same channels, and all that fun stuff. You've been tuned in to Street Run Custom Radio with your host, Dan Boots Lunchinette, and Ryan Baker, coming live from the Fishbowl. If the measure of a car was how many people it turned into people who love cars, the Subaru Outback would be worth its weight in gold, thanks largely to its symmetrical all-wheel drive. Unlike other systems that wait for a wheel to slip, it powers all four wheels all the time, all while with better fuel economy than midsize SUVs. And the fact that the Outback is made in a zero landfill plant doesn't hurt either. It's a car that is truly built to be loved. Love. It's what makes a Subaru a Subaru. 